Hello. This is my show. My only show. I just can't even with myself right now. Let's babble about time. I babble wherever I can, whenever I can, however I can. This is N.E. Unleashed. Now without further ado. Let's jump right into it. All right. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for tuning in to the show. So with me, I have an actual very interesting guest that I've managed to kidnap <laughs> for at least an hour or so. <laughs> so he's a really cool guy. I haven't actually, I would say that we haven't actually gotten that acquainted. At least in my opinion, we haven't really got much acquainted. Um, but I definitely believe, at least in my FI, that the person is really cool and really awesome. So here we are. We're going to make it happen. So the guy is Binyamin. Um, I do not know how to pronounce your last name. How do you pronounce that? It's not even my last name. It's okay. Binyamin's okay. Oh, is it? oh okay. Well, yeah. Binyamin, Benjamin, Ben, whatever. Yeah. Is it really? Oh, dang. Um, is, it, is, it, is it one of those translated names from a different yeah. language type of things? Yeah, it's I know the with me. Benjamin. It's yeah, gotcha. Because like with mine, it's like Nathan in Tagalog is Nathan. So Nathan, that's right. Yeah, yeah. so we roll with it however it is because I'm like, okay. But anyway, Nathan means to give or was given. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, partly from that, the biblical term, from the name well, also. The from Hebrew, yeah. Yeah, it's also from that. Um, well, partly for it. So a big part of today's episode is actually going to be really funny because this is the first time I'm actually going to have an on-air conversation with my conflictor. So we'll see oh, yeah. how that goes. Um, I've had my very, very first experience with a conflictor personality. It was actually one of my first friends uh, early in life, but we got along great. The second time I had an ICP was really weird because he and I, we got along on the basis that we... That, I, that he and I will never be friends, but that we're okay to coexist in the same room. That was, and I gave that boundary, like, That's right away. That's how I get along with everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I had, I literally, like, it, it shocked people in the voice chat. I was like, you know what? You and I, were never going to be friends, but... I'm okay with you living. Like, I will save you from a burning building. Like, that's, that's how my logic is going. I will value your life, but I ain't gonna, you know, be at your wedding. Like, that's how we're gonna... That was how I organized it. But in a way, my experience with conflictors has been fascinating only because I found that, for the most part, some really dismiss any, which is okay. Like, I don't mm. really have a problem with that. Um... But at the same time, it's also, I think, also vice versa, because I dismissed their TI. Yeah. So it really, we're kind of just going cycles in terms of struggle <laughs> in that sense. Yeah. But in a way, I guess I'll ask you, Ben, like, what's your experience with, I guess, your conflictor with IEEs or ENFPs or how the gig goes? Um, so uh, being an IP, I don't really have much experience with people, just in general. Yeah. <laughs> But that's, that's changed. <laughs> fair uh, enough, fair recently. enough. Yeah, that's changed recently. But um, yeah, like, just it's just when you guys get get into, not all of you, obviously, but when you get into, like, um, your your weird beliefs and your weird, uh, <laughs> like, like, your mind can influence the way that rice congeals or, or ice freezes or all these weirdness. Yeah. For me, it's just like, okay, sure. 
Like, <laughs> I, I once yeah. compared my NE to an acid trip, and this ISTP was like, the hell are you talking about? You've never had, you never tried acid. And I was like, <laughs> okay. I was like, okay, fine. I have it. But yeah, yeah. Well, it's just because you're, it's just because you're, you're, all your functions are completely back, backwards from what I'm seeing, which is cool. Like I've, I've actually started to get bored with my functions and I'm way more interested and fascinated by your quadra at least. Really? Yeah. Especially because it's like, you know, I've, I'm delusional. I'm seeing the world through my own functions my whole life. And all of a sudden I realize, Hey, people are seeing the world through completely different functions and they're tying their shoes in the morning and they're, you know, they're getting themselves fed. They're dressing themselves. Yeah, so we like, all have there's got to be some viability to these weird functions that I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. Which is kind of cool that you said that because I have been so bored of my own any for years already. I've kind of been bored of my any and bored of my FI. I, a lot of folks have been calling me, like you've known, I don't know, because I told you from the last time we collaborated. Right. I, I've had an ENFP called me a traitor to my own quadra because I'm so, I get along so well with betas. Like it really, it, it mm. never made a problem with me. Like when they would be, they would go for it. I'd be like, all right, well, let's just you know, have fun, call it out, say something crazy. It's not like I'm going to be, you know, totally out of it because in a way, why not? You know, something, let's, let's cause some fire for once. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah. You were talking with Jamie about, um, like, way back, uh, about how, like, this need for change can cause, like, the whole requirement of destruction and fire thing that I've noticed a lot of traits in beta, where change has to come from that kind of push. And I've been trying to incorporate a lot of that into my own, I guess, life philosophy and a lot of things, because I can't, I can't afford or maybe I tell myself that. I tell myself I can't afford to remain complacent because if yeah. I do, you know, nothing can come out of it, right? I don't know. Maybe it's an SI thing where we like to trap ourselves in a little nesting ground and hope that it's permanent. But- I, I think any type can change, obviously. Like it's, adaptability is a huge thing in human race. Um, but I think betas tend to want to make big, drastic changes to their lives, like go all in on some... And just part of being a balanced person is, is like not doing that <laughs> and, you know, taking it slowly and, um, you know, yeah. re- realizing that things have to change. Like it's, it's not a new lesson for me, but it's, it's something that we have to learn that change has to come gradually. It can't yeah. just, yeah. And, and I, there are a lot of people who think SI is really good at SI is really good at making good foundations and allowing the change to progress naturally. In a way, yeah. I yeah. appreciated SI for what it is, definitely giving, me, providing, that's not to say giving, providing the tools. Like they, like they like to have it all out there. Like my dad is an ISTJ, he collects everything. Right. So he has tools and tools and tools. So if let's say anything breaks here, I do know how to fix it because I would just go yeah. and grab a tool. And also SI, they have that fear of the, the um, uncertainty of change. Mm. And um, so they'll be more cautious with the changes that they do implement. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's a really good place to learn from SI to, to you know, scan and study the, the uncertainty with the changes you're making. Yeah. Um, which is Definitely. just learning to any, I guess. Well, it's, it, not, yeah. it, it's actually kind of cool that you mentioned that because SI, for me at least, if I didn't consider the SI component of my life, it wouldn't have contributed at all to my growth, which is why yeah. like, I can't, 
I don't know, like, I remember talking to some ENFPs, like, my SI is great, it's awesome. And I'm going, okay, so what's your routine? Like, what's your, you know, what were the steps that you took to get to that SI? He's like, oh, I just forgot to eat breakfast. And I'm going, yeah. hold up, <laughs> your SI is not good. <laughs> I was like, you don't even know what to, what to do. You're like 20 and you don't know what to do with your life. I'm like, your SI is not that great. <laughs> I've found also unhealthy any also deny the world and deny their body oh, and gosh. deny existence. And they deny that there's a meaning to things in the world. They deny that. Yes. That, yeah. That there's a, there's a meaning to living your life. There's a meaning to eating properly. There's, there's, there's a depth there that SI has that I can never ever grasp mm-hmm. that I think any can grasp and any can find a meaningful life with their SI. I like to call to. it as balancing my happy nihilist vibes right. with the inner harm, internal body harmony that, because I don't know if I've told you this, but I've had this experience where I did a body scan um, meditation with this British guy talking over the phone and, yeah, and he it, yeah. turned off. And that was the first time in my life it's ever happened. And for the first time, I guess it did a switch for me that I can actually live my life chasing, like chasing the right thing now, chasing that if I chase this, harmony internally that i've been looking for i could actually get peace of mind which is something yeah. that i've never really thought that i valued but here we are looking for it you know i yeah. to the point now it's just like i prioritize it now so people yeah good like, luck man it's it's a life situation <laughs> you'll never get there but we'll never get there but yeah. hey it's the goal it's <laughs> the goal there at least go. i died trying so <laughs> or you lived trying at least yeah there we go yeah live trying yeah. Reframing it for me. <laughs> Wait, can it? You, oh yeah, because we never really got into Enneagram either. Like in terms uh, of what you're a little doing. bit. I I went on Ben Vaseline's channel a while back. He deleted all the videos, but um, oh, dang he it, sort of tightened <laughs> on Enneagram back then. Yeah. Oh shoot, was it Jonathan who typed you? Yeah, Jonathan. That's right. Oh, I want to I want to be able to talk to Jonathan a bit too. Because yeah, he's a cool I, guy. He's a nice he's guy. One, right? right? Because I love ones. Like type ones are interesting to me. I'm not sure. <laughs> There's this one time. I'm not sure about Enneagram too much. Oh, okay. Because he- I've heard from Kat that he was a one wing nine, I think. And I have this thing with ones where they, for some reason, me and like sevens and ones, like there's this one person I was hanging out with where I literally coaxed them into buying me an ice cream because I was like appealing to their side of their seven side, their connection to seven. I said, Doesn't- <laughs> Isn't one like a very thinking, like a TI sort of thing? Uh, it's a little bit of both. They like to pride themselves on re- detaching themselves from feelings. They like right. to right. detach themselves. Well, they, they feel, obviously, like as anybody yeah. does. But they would prefer that when it comes to making decisions, that they will swallow all of those feelings and be like, you know what, even if I'm unhappy, even if I'm upset, we're going to do the right thing. You know, yeah. even if I hate you with my core, they're like, I'm going to be the nicest person to you because that's the right thing to do. And I'm going like, you know, you could punch them in the face for once or you could probably like throw a little poison in their drink. I mean, you could do something. I mean, And they're like, no, that's me. And I'm like, no one's going to kill you. <laughs> I was like, it doesn't hurt to try. <laughs> yeah. Well, I get that you're joking. I just... My feelings don't get that yet. <laughs> yeah, I, I go there right away because, um, yeah. how do I put it? Like, obviously, I personally would not, wouldn't even do the poisoning thing. It's just that like sometimes I find ones try so hard to kind of make themselves, I don't know, 
to put themselves in this position and then they f- they get frustrated because they're a frustration type like i like i'm one too and they'll like start attack attacking the ideal and going like why is reality not like it and i'm going like well because it isn't reality isn't going to match your ideal that's the problem yeah I'm like, you keep projecting your perfected, you know, utopian lifestyle, but no one's, that's not how the world works. Like, if you want to, I'm like, even if I want the world to everyone, even if I want everyone to be happy, is that really a realistic, like, thing I can demand? That's something everyone has to go through. (laughs) And I think also it's like the source of all suffering. It's that, it's that you don't accept the world for what it is and you're projecting your own, your own shoulds on the world and... You know, I have this thought process where I tell myself that the word should should be taken out of my vocabulary because nothing really matches up to whatever I think is a should. And I tell this to a lot of folks, especially my my parents too. I'll be like, you know, should is something we want, but should never happens. (laughs) I don't think I don't think it's always something that you want either. Like sometimes shoulds could be something you don't want. Gotcha. Like I shouldn't, I shouldn't be wanting this or this is what things should be, but I'm glad that they're not. Yeah. Yeah. And also I think should in a specific context is bad to use, but in other contexts um, it should be okay. Like it really depends on the context. Like I, t- gotcha. I, I said this to an SI dom, like you should never use that word should. Right. Mm-hmm. And then like, then they used it. They're like, Oh, I shouldn't have said that. You don't like that word. I was like, no, that's like a good context. Use yeah. It in that context. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> at the end of the day it's just contextual but yeah all words are yeah yeah but when it I comes mean, to like, people they're always like it, like to me it sounds like an expectation yeah. yeah so just to clarify the context that you shouldn't use should in yeah. is uh projecting things onto the world and not accepting the world as it is i guess see this is this is why i need the ti because it's like that's the word i was looking for <laughs> that's the phrase <laughs> yeah okay i've had problems get being able because because maybe as an fi user it's just I have the emotion, I have the drive, I have the motivation to make it happen, to inspire a person, let's say if I want to. But the word choice, it just comes out as very, just do it. Or like, this is your steps. But the reason, like why they should do it, you know, the whole idiom of leading a horse to the water, but you can't make them drink. I want to be yeah. able to make them drink, but making them drink makes, requires me to tap into their TI to give them or the reason FI. to do it. They got to get them to want to drink. Ugh, well, FI is like, to me, it's just, ugh, it's another work. It's <laughs> yeah. a whole other ep- like, thing I got to think yeah. about. So yeah, TI is pretty easy to get. If someone's using TI, it's pretty easy to get them to drink, especially if it makes logical sense. Yeah. Um, FI would be hard to get them to want to drink, I think. Did I tell you the time when my ESTP friend, I, I think I told you this story, where he, he offered, like we were talking about just, I was just saying out of casually with my Annie, oh, I should drink more water and I should be more quenched and hydrated. And then like a week See, later... that's a good way to use should, by the way. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm just thinking of... Yeah, I'm doing it go. Yeah. And then he goes... The week later, he reminds me of it because he just saw me kind of panting and I'm sweating and because I was working or something. And he goes, hey, you should drink some more water. And I give him like the biggest meltdown of like an attack, an FI attack right on him. And he was like, the heck? Where are you coming from? And it was because I did not connect the dots that he was reminding me from the week ago. I was tapping into, I was in the moment in that day, very into myself at the moment, like just very occupied. And I was still suffering from this previous breakup that I had. It was like lots of baggage. And by saying those words to me, it like unlocked like a floodgate. 
And I just went emotional and onto him. And then I was like, wait a minute, hold up. And I like literally could went back. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I was FI compromised. I was like, what the heck did I just say to you? He's like, I don't know, man. I just said drink water. <laughs> and, like, and I'm going, ay, ay, ay. Um, and that's the thing though. I, I don't critically think enough that I is why I believe I need more TI in my life. Like I need to have that or, experience in a way. Or even just a more FI in that case, I think. Like if you had your emotions better processed and, you know, better expressed and better handled, then oh, also definitely. that Yeah. That's a good point. Um I definitely don't. That's one hundred I don't know if that's if you can tell with me as a seven, like it's not something I delve into too much. Right. Like it's definitely not something like if things get all dark and gloomy, I'm always like, mm. I look stupid on camera. I'll just change the subject. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I mean, FI is not for, for, you know, being on camera. It's for, you know, when you're in your room and you mm. want to put on a, a, a depressing song and let those emotions. Yeah, no, there, it's true. I have, I actually do have a song. I have one things. song that gets me to tears every single time. Um, I will not tell you because I don't <laughs> I don't need to have that being thrown at me. Um, it's it's, it's an the, 80s song from. <laughs> oh, oh no, I don't think it's an 80s. I think it's either a 90s, early 2000s. Oh, okay. Um, no. Not pop at all. Not pop. Um, okay. Well, it's, yeah. It's, it's like that cliche thing from all the movies or whatever that they hear this 80s song and. Yeah, it's just like yeah. <laughs> no, I no, not not for me. Um, but yeah, it was. It's one. It's weird too because I never expected that song to hit. But for some reason, I'm like, oh, here we are. Let's process feelings. It's just mm-hmm. I used to take days off for that. How? Okay, maybe this is easier for you as a thinker. But how do you compartmentalize your feelings? Because I do this consciously. I don't. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> Dale, how do you? Then how, yeah. what? What happens? No, you, I got to. You're right. No, I got to. Um... Uh, you you get a build up if you if you don't compartmentalize them and you don't even know it's there you don't even realize it's there, um, so yeah you gotta uh, you gotta pay attention to it you gotta process it and it's not something that's easy because you ask me how I feel I don't I have no idea like gotcha. if I look in the mirror and I see my face is angry or whatever I'll be like yeah. okay it looks like I'm angry I don't know that I'm angry but that's what it looks like or if I you know, same thing. If I see myself crying, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm probably sad about something. Upset. There you go. That's what that's so fascinating. I can parallel that because I interviewed JC, the ENTP, and right. she was telling me as a polar FI, she was like, I, I don't know what that feels like. She goes, I don't know what I'm feeling. It's I only know that what I've what boundaries I've crossed or if I've hurt somebody yeah. because they're telling, they're showing it on their face. And that's why she likes to poke and push because that's the only way she'll find out. And I'm going like, I poke and push because I have the goal to, <laughs> to unlock something. So I'm going like, that's so fascinating. I mean, it's like, I, for me, whenever I ask why, or I guess whenever I ask, when I do ask TI questions, I really am genuinely, like, I don't know. Yeah. The, the best analogy I can think of is maybe like if you're, you know, let's say you're doing reps with your hand and you have no feeling on your on your arm right you're doing reps and then all of a sudden you just can't do any more reps it just you just can't do it okay yeah and you can't feel you can't feel the fact that you're tired you can't feel because you have no feeling but you just realize you can't lift anything anymore so it's like that's sort of the same thing like the emotions still influence me and they still direct me yeah and they they still i don't know corrupt the way i think and stuff i guess Mm -hmm. 
but I'm not aware that they're doing that. That's so, so fascinating. It, yeah, it makes it way more important to actually deal with them. Huh. That's all that is really fascinating for me because I've found with thinkers that in a way you guys come off way more emotional than you probably right. give yourself credit for or yeah. even admit to. And we like at least me as feelers, we come off expressively very emotional but internally we're kind of fine in that sense Mm. um but at the same time i'm just like i I could be wrong with that it's just that like i've noticed like when because you guys don't know that you can only see let's say in the mirror like you mentioned like when you're pissed off or something is the only time you will see it um i could parallel that to when my escp friend he'll he'll just start driving erratically on the road and his wife will be like stop driving around because <laughs> she's an esmj <laughs> stop like you're freaking me out and he's just like what like and then he would tell me about this and i would explain to him i'm like well i feel like you guys as se users it's not that you guys are pissed i feel like you guys are just fully in the moment you guys know you guys are in control so i don't really yeah. see why i can't be scared for that like in a way like i i know why my friend the esfj is freaking out because of it because of her si is being threatened but for me i guess because i'm a low si or because i'm an ne dom i i don't mind it like it's just going go ahead go erratic because i feel like that's what you need to do to do what you need to do so i'm going in my head i'm going like go for it if you get in a car accident then all the more reason to have fun like i just i don't I don't have that problem. Well, I would trust an SE Dom with the way they're driving. I would trust that they feel like they're in control as well. Oh, dude. But I mean, in the rain, in the snow. Oh, yeah, I they can get carried it. away. Yeah, they can get carried away too as well. Yeah. But in like a way, extreme it's nice. And all that stuff. Yeah, uh, I think my friend, though, he's feminine SE. I think he, it doesn't show off. Like, he doesn't come into the mm-hmm. room like very, hey, I'm me. You know, throw it in your face. Yeah, <laughs> I'm me. Um, but it's, it's very, you'll start to feel the pressure like over time like i feel is that is that kind of synonymous with feminine se like it's, it's kind of like a boiler well, point kind of i think also because you have si inferior um the extroverted functions always kind of put pressure on the introverted ones gotcha. that's just what they do mm-hmm. um and so it'll be overwhelming especially the fact that like uh the sensory world isn't like the physical world isn't personal like mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. plate is the same as another plate like your glasses are the same as that guy's glasses like there's no there's no personal nature to the world yeah. And someone using SI will will have a lot of attachment to things, and I don't know, see see things as as maybe more holy in a way, I guess. Hmm. So just that same thing with with facts and details, you'll see them as more, yeah, more holy. That's the only thing I can say, like more treasured. And then the SE will just throw them around as if they're nothing, like who cares like who, i'll use this word i'll use this word now yeah it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what word i use right it's so funny because i could definitely start like this is making sense to me only because i know a person that's very similar to you so it, it's actually kind of cool having that as my background because if i didn't have this experience i'd probably be looking at what you're saying and be like what are you talking about we're so right. ignorant of sensory data like <laughs> i'm so i would be so problematic if it wasn't for sensors helping me out because damn, <laughs> just damn, <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, how does your NI manifest? I'm curious about that. Um, I just, it just feels like it's all present, always there. Okay. Because I've noticed it with, like, I was, 
man, I attract too many conversations with INFJs who are NITI, but I've never had enough TINI kind of that switch. Right. So like what I was saying before about the SE overwhelming you is because there's just like, you like to lock onto one SI thing at a time Mm -hmm. and then see what branches out of it sort of Mm -hmm. thing. Yep. And where, where the SE will never just pick one, it'll have to pick like 10 and see the, 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 the commonality between the 10 sort of thing. Gotcha. Yeah. And for an any user, that's just, that's just, yeah, horrible. <laughs> like, why would you take 10 things? It, it actually puts me down. blind. I've, yeah. I don't know if I told this to somebody else, but the minute I try to flex or work some fake SE, I right. get scared because in a way, I, like, I, the more I'm in contact with the object, the more blind I feel. And it feels mm-hmm. like I don't have security. When I, get, when I do that, it's like when I'm playing a sports game, for example, and I have to be in contact with the object, especially let's say basketball. And I could do it. Like I could play any sport. It's just that I get scared when I do so because I don't, I can't react the same way an SE could. Like or somebody who's trained in SE better than I am could. Mm-hmm. I, I can't do it. It's so hard. Like I could, I can see the object, but suddenly like I've been hit in the soccer <laughs> ball like straight to the back. And I have like, I just took it. I just like zoned out and went into any land to not feel the pain. But it was yeah. just because I didn't know what to do. It was very like, what the heck? And they were like, you could have dodged it. I'm like, could I have? <laughs> I was like, I'm an intuitive. I don't know if I can dodge it. <laughs> like that's sad. But it's a thing. Like I'm not good at it. Yeah. So, so too much SE for the NE user and the SI user is like, it's overwhelming. It is. For the NI DOM, too much SE is boring. Oh, and that is fascinating. Yeah. And then, so someone who prefers SE over NI, it's not boring because they're still putting the NI together. Like, okay, okay so far, this SE matches th- this SE matches this. Like, I've got the NI for it, but I just want to try one more to see if it breaks it. All right. All right. So this didn't break it. Let me try one more. And the NI is already like, move along. Like, move al- we yeah, already yeah. established the pattern. And I'm like, whoa, did we? Let's keep checking and make sure that it's really a pattern. What about this case? What about this specific <gasps> case? Oh what about God. this sensory case? And so we'll try all of the different cases to see that the pattern actually matches everything before we're yeah. like, okay, now I can say I've seen the pattern. Okay. That's... Where the NI would just get bored. Yeah, I mean... Heck, it's funny because I can only project an imagination of what you're saying because I can't yeah. fully, because like in all honesty, I don't know how people keep saying like, any can tap into other people's shoes. I can't, like, I don't know where you guys are coming off with that. Like, I can only pretend like I do because I'm an any <laughs> dog. Like, I don't, you know how people keep saying like, any can do everything. We can do everything. Pretending. And I'm like, that's let's it. be real. We can't. Like, that's not the truth. (laughs) You can pretend like you can. We can pretend. We can talk out of our ass, like, as much as I want to. But it's just, that's so cool. Because when to be so in tune with it, and, like, again, seeking out these patterns and doing all these kind of gigs, and I experience a hesitation first. I don't have this, oh, let's touch right away. It's very, like, well, let me think of what it could be first, and then let's touch it. Right, yeah. Yeah, so SE... It won't, we won't care about touching things or strange things. We'll, like, we'll want to grasp, we'll want to, like, especially masculine SE, we'll want to, like, grab things, feel them, move them around. Um, and it's just can you trust another that thing. process. That's so insane to me. Okay. I yeah. was talking to an ESFP, and he's like, what, you don't just do it? And I'm like, you don't yeah. just think, though? And, he, I mean, me, and he's like, you're really, like, we can't be the same person. I'm like, no, I relate zero to ESFPs. But 
like <laughs> I don't get our we share our judging functions completely. But when it comes to perceiving, I the heck, like where is this coming from? Because you yeah. just trust. It's not it? personal. No, yeah, it's, it's not, not personal at all. Yeah, but you can't. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. It. I've been okay. I was talking to to Crystal about this too. Okay, where it's like it's like, and you just asked the same question that she was struggling over. Like, you can just trust that reality is real. Like, yeah. Yeah, reality is real, guys. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. It's like, why? Reality isn't real to you guys? And you're like, well, yeah, it's just uncertain. Yeah. It's it's a different yeah. it's almost like a different context of uncertainty that we don't like as an any dog. Right. Because it's something that again, like I had mentioned before, like it blinds me when I engage with the object. So I don't really know right. what to do. Yeah, with if, it. If, if, so here's what I've been able to gather, and I'm not sure if this is right, but like it, it seems like you're looking from the outside in on the reality. Mm-hmm. Like you're looking at reality from the outside in, and it f- seems like we're looking at reality from the inside out sort of thing. Oh, shoot. Well, yeah. Um, you know what I had to do to compensate because I've had this, you know, issue with SE for like, I wouldn't say issue, like maybe issue is the wrong word. Um, it's yeah. not that it's an, it's not issue in a way that I'm like taking it personally. Cause I don't, it's just that it's the struggle I've been having. The frustration I guess I'm having because I can't seem to marry that idea was I had to apply first the metaphor. Um, because I'm, I guess That's we're right. just worried that when we act in the SE with our, as an NE DOM, that when we make a mistake, it's permanent. And, you know, it's in reality, you've hurt That's somebody, you've done yeah. somebody, right? You've done all of this. Mm-hmm. Now you have to go fix it. And it was already a lot of work to put ourselves out there. And then it's going to be work again to put ourselves, you know, back in. It's always, it's just a lot of work. And I had to compare it to, to, for, to give myself this better wrap on my head. I compared it to acrylic paint. Because if, you know, if things go down and you make a mistake with acrylic paint, just let it dry and then you can paint over it again. Yeah. So in a way, so, like SE could control it by still, you know, just make, do something else, like do an action, right? So this comes, to, this comes down to also your SI, but it comes down to what I've been perceiving with um, functions in general on okay. how the, the function, like our, our tertiary and inferior function, we're more sensitive to failing in them. We're more sen- and it's more painful when we do fail, mm-hmm. um, and we get that fear of failing in them. Gotcha. Because of that pain as well, because it's just this immediate pain. Oh yeah, there's so much insecurity with right uh, or fear, it, but I don't especially know with it. yeah, it's fear and pain and all that all tied in one in your tertiary and inferior. Mm-hmm. And then with the with your dominant function or and auxiliary function we're not afraid of failing there. We're, we're like we live for failing. We learn from failing. It doesn't hurt us. Like, and we end up not failing anymore because we failed so much. And yeah. Afraid of it. Yeah. Yeah. So like with my TI, I'll fail all day. I don't care. I'll come up with really bad logic all day long um, and just test it out because I don't care if I fail. I don't care if I'm, I'm wrong. Um, I'm like, I'm care if I'm judged for it and like, Oh, you, you didn't consider it well enough. I was like, well, I was just trying it. Like, not- <laughs> this is just a game. Like, I don't see what the yeah, big deal is. <laughs> that's right. But then if I go out and fail in my FE, well, then that hurts. Gotcha. Which is and- kind of nice because, oh, sorry, that's probably the wrong, wrong word. But like, I see this parallel with ENFJs and ESFJs where they're more hit with the TI because of their that's right. your TI. Like they, my friend could be so strong. Like I have a best friend who's an ESFJ. She, she scares people like with mm-hmm. her FE because she's very strong like that. But, you know, her husband pokes at her with his TI for a moment 
and she could break down crying. Like it's just yeah. done. Because yeah. it's like, oh, you're so mean to me. Yeah. Yeah. The pain is real. And then <laughs> it makes them, it, it, just because it hurts so much, it makes you f- afraid to go back there. Yes. Yes, exactly. And then it's just a cycle. Like you just, and then it makes you fail more because you're not practicing. It makes you more insecure and, and just forever stuck there. And you just have to overcome that fear and pain of failure and just embrace it and, and fail as as much as you can to hold back a bit. Cause he was, she started being more quiet with him (laughs) over time. There you go. Yeah. He didn't want to open up to him anymore. And I was like, no, I went up to my friend. I'm like, girl, get it out there. Fight back. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I mean like his, it's like, it's just his, like just tap into his FE. You're going to be fine. And she's just like, I don't know. He's right. I'm like, okay. And you're wrong. That's fine. That's it's not personal. Like, he's not out yeah. there to hurt you but eh, it's a thing definitely i know i've struggled this way more so with my mom as my semi-dual because i don't know what everyone's saying oh you're getting a semi-dual horrible horrible relationship <laughs> Is it? Yeah. i love my mom like don't get me wrong but when she flexes her ti and i fl- i respond with te and since we're each other's polar it's just it's just a cycle right vicious cycle uh-huh. arguing um even yeah. though at the end of the day we do get along and we you know we bring each other up and stuff it's just i don't want to be in that kind of zone forever so there's that same exact interaction with ti versus te where like the te will overwhelm the whelm the ti and, and in the end the introverted function is always right in most cases it's always because it's 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 way more deep in what it what it does and it it comes from things it comes from each example on its own Mm-hmm. rather than the many examples. Gotcha. And so your TE can o- end up overwhelming her and just be wrong every single time you throw it at her. Yeah. And and she's going to have to figure out why you're wrong and tell you back. And it's just it's just this, it's, it's, it's difficult for the TI to pierce through it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a horrible thing. And the thing is, is it's the whole premise of the whole argument too is sometimes something really petty. Too. Like I probably had a very bad FI yeah. day and she decided there to poke at it with TI and I was like, ah, you get go. all this rage. Right. And, and so then that's the same thing. All of your arguments <laughs> are going to be flawed because it's based on a bad Cause FI. I'm comp- exactly, because I'm compromised. compromised. Oh, and it can even right. be vice versa. She could be compromised yeah. with her FE because she did had a bad day and I just accidentally poked with my TE. Like I would just ask her, give me a bullet point list of, mm-hmm. you know, give me the spreadsheet of your itinerary for this trip. And she would just blow up at me. Like, why are you right. asking these questions? And I'm like, oh. So as a TI <laughs> user, I find that TE is actually quite accurate a lot of the time, as long as their FI is clean. Oh. It's not compromised. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's... If there's no hidden motivation behind the TE, then the TE works great. No, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. I usually with me and you'll hear it from me a lot of the times if i'm compromised emotionally and feely wise i will tell you that i'm going to take a step back from making a decision i don't trust myself at all in that context to make a decision um because i am just so into like just so preoccupied with my feelings that's just not going to work out well you'll come up with all kinds of arguments to support your fi and it'll just completely be biased it's horrible it's and that's the thing i don't want to do like i already know my ne is distracted i'm the antithesis of efficiency with any but i don't want to have that especially if i like as an adult right like as you you know you're you're entering your years where decision making has to be a little bit better (laughs) 
you got to be a little bit more smarter than you were when you were in high school. So, so that's why FI yeah. users are really good at using TE sometimes because they have their emotions under control. They've dealt with them and then they have that clarity to be able to like, they know what they want and then they have that clarity to be able to, to think rationally and get it. This concludes the first half of my two-part conversation with Bin. The second half will be up in a couple days, so stay tuned for that conclusion. Bin's an awesome guy. He also owns a YouTube channel, which I will have the link set up for all of y'all to find him. He does interviews with a lot of different folks of different types, and it's always a pleasure to peruse the variety of conversations that he's hosted over there. I also own a Patreon, where if you subscribe, you'll have the pleasure of watching this entire episode as one full one and in video format as part of my exclusive club podcast edition. But that's not all. The premium service also contains a ton of other content that are too exclusive to just showcase here. So if you're curious at all, check it out. New exclusive episodes are up every Wednesday. With that said, I bid adieu for now. Thank you everyone for tuning in. I hope you all have a wonderful day and also the rest of the week. Until next time, bye!